0: Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy. We're living on God's word. Today we're going to be reading Genesis chapter thirty-five from the Jesus Bible Navy Edition. We will review key takeaways and end our session with a prayer. Jacob returns to Bethel. Then God said to Jacob, "Go up to Bethel and settle there, and build an altar there to God, who appeared to you when you were fleeing from your brother Esau." So Jacob said to his household and to all who were with him, Get rid of the foreign gods you have with you and purify yourselves and change your clothes. Then come, let us go up to Bethel where I will build an altar to God who answered me in the day of my distress and who has been with me wherever I have gone. So they gave Jacob all the foreign gods they had and the rings in their ears and Jacob buried them under the oak at Shechem. Then they set out, and the terror of God fell on the towns all around them, so that no one pursued them. Jacob and all the people with him came to Luz, that is, Bethel, in the land of Canaan. There he built an altar, and he called the place El Bethel, because it was there that God revealed himself to him when he was fleeing from his brother. Now Deborah, Rebekah's nurse, died and was buried under the oak outside Bethel. So it was named Alon Bakuth. After Jacob returned from Paddan Aram, God appeared to him again and blessed him. God said to him, Your name is Jacob, but you will no longer be called Jacob. Your name will be Israel. So he named him Israel. And God said to him, I am God Almighty. Be fruitful and increase in number. A nation and a community of nations will come from you, and kings will be among your descendants. The land I gave to Abraham and Isaac I also give to you, and I will give this land to your descendants after you. Then God went up from him at the place where he had talked with him. Jacob set up a stone pillar at the place where God had talked with him, and he poured out a drink offering on it. He also poured oil on it. Jacob called the place where God had talked with him Bethel, the death of Rachel and Isaac. Then they moved on from Bethel. While they were still some distance from Ephrath, Rachel began to give birth and had great difficulty. And as she was having great difficulty in childbirth, the midwife said to her, Don't despair, for you have another son. As she breathed her last, for she was dying, she named her son Ben-Oni, but his father named him Benjamin. So Rachel died and was buried on the way to Ephrath, that is Bethlehem. Over her tomb, Jacob set up a pillar, and to this day that pillar marks Rachel's tomb. Israel moved on again and pitched his tent beyond Migdal-Eder. While Israel was living in that region, Reuben went in and slept with his father's concubine, Bilah, and Israel heard of it. Jacob had twelve sons, the sons of Leah, Reuben, the firstborn of Jacob, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, and Zebulun, the sons of Rachel, Joseph, and Benjamin, the sons of Rachel's servant, Bilah, Dan, and Naphtali, and the sons of Leah's servant, Sopah, Gad, and Asher. These were the sons of Jacob, who were born to him in Padam Aram. Jacob came home to his father Isaac in Manri, near Kiriath Arba, that is Hebron, where Abraham and Isaac had stayed. Isaac lived 180 years. Then he breathed his last and died, and was gathered to his people, old and full of years. And his sons Esau and Jacob buried him. This is the end of Genesis chapter 35. So here we see again a recount of Jacob as he is called by God to go back to where he came from to his hometown and so as he obeys and returns back to and goes back to Bethel we are challenged to think why is he obeying God why why is God asking him to do these things because he ran away from home uh, in order to save his life and now he's going back and what we see here is that the same attitude and posture towards God as Abraham when God calls you to do something, when the Holy Spirit is asking you to do something, then you simply obey. And the reason why God is asking you to do something uh, is usually to give you a blessing. So our obedience then puts us in a place with God where we can fulfill his purpose for our lives and then receive the blessing that he is promising us for our life. And so we are not to reflect on this as we pray. Father God, thank you so much for your word, uh, your guidance. Thank you for filling us with your wisdom. And Lord, here we see that it's simple. Our purpose in life here is simple. We're here to worship you and to give you praise and simply to obey. And that when we just become obedient, that simple act of obedience, we open ourselves to your blessing, Father God. And so that is how we are to live our lives. Um, Give us this understanding. Send the Holy Spirit to give us the strength and the fortitude to always be obedient even when we don't understand what's going on. Because only through this posture towards you, Lord, can we truly be blessed. So we ask this in your Son Jesus' name. Amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of Genesis chapter 35. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.